Well, Jaron, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. Ah, got him. Welcome to episode 22 of Waves on the Show. Oh, I was, I was <laughs> lost, bro. I was lost. I was like, I was like, Evan, do you think it's my birthday or something? I was like, I was like, first off, you got two, you got a couple things wrong here. Quite I was a like, few. First off, it was your birthday. My, my birthday is not until July. Second off, I'm turning 21 in July, not 22. But anyway. Drinking age. Uh, yeah, welcome to episode 22 <laughs> of Waves on the Shore with myself and my beautiful co-host, Jaron. We're going to talk oh. about... Yeah, you're very beautiful, Jaron. Oh, thank haircut you. And everything. Thank you. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Looking mad fine. But uh, we've got... <laughs> <Hey>. Pause. <laughs> uh, that ain't even... That, that's not a pause, bro. Just, you s- just, bro, you said... Just take bl- the compliment. Never. Just take the compliment. I'm sorry, it's okay, 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 okay. I'm sorry. I'm um, sorry. We've got a nice lineup of singles, some announcements, some EPs, some albums to talk about, as well as our go-to segments, what are we listening to, and who the frick, which will come at the end as per usual. Uh, however, we're going to start the episode off a little differently. We have a little story time from Jaren. I would say I have a story time, but mine's not a not a story that is as cool as Jaren's. I haven't heard Jaren's yet, but but mine is just I'm very tired because I had the first soccer game of the season today and oh my gosh, like I am dead from it. I'm just in pain everywhere. I'm exhausted. Someone stepped on my toe really badly, so it's like purple. I got a nice calf cramp, which is still hurting to the point where I'm concerned I've done something to my calf. <laughs> I messed up my shoulder when some absolute clown decided to try and slide tackle me way late because, you know, not everyone can be as good as me. Um, and also, you know what? Just because it's Canada, just to add insult to injury, what were we playing in? Freezing rain. Um, Bruh, and th- here's the thing, right? Yesterday, 30 degrees Celsius. Today freezing rain that's just how we move and so i was cold i was wet i was in pain and now i'm tired but i always have enough energy for the podcast that will never stop oh yeah um i am actually excited to talk about a lot of this stuff though but that that, that's not really well actually you know what no i do have one kind of story because jaron (laughs) reminded me uh when he showed me his fancy new water bottle um, oh, which okay. listeners are not able to see, but viewers, you can see it on screen now. It's a nice, like, teal green color. It is a hydro flask. I have reached white girl uh, influencer status. Um, <laughs> I even have a van sticker on it. Yeah, plenty of nature back stickers. I even have a Bible verse. Oh, wow. John three sixteen. No, his love endures forever. Psalm. Uh, I should know it. <laughs> hundred one one, hundred eighteen verse. I can't. I'm st- I'm tired. Uh, chapter 118, verse one. Whatever. I. Okay. My favorite Bible verse, Isaiah 121. Only because mm. me and my friends, we always kind of like, pick on it because it's a funny verse. Mm. Um, where the frick is Isaiah? My there favorite is. Bible verse is First uh, Corinthians, 13. How the faithful city has become a whore. That's the verse. Bruh, bruh. <laughs> Yo, y'all are... It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. 
Anyways. I know it's in the Bible. There's a lot of there's a lot of if you take a lot of things out of context in the Bible, it's they ha-ha sound a funny. bit crazy. Haha, <laughs> funny. Anyway, anyways, um, it got me thinking about water bottles. And before the game started today, after the warm up, there is one player on my team that I'm not a big fan of. Okay, never have been. Don't plan to become a big fan of. Mm. And he just, oh. For the, so we finish our warm-up, and we're all there. It's cold. And I have three things. I have my shoes. In between my shoes is a water bottle and a Gatorade. The reason I put it in between my shoes is to signify, yo, this is mine. Don't touch it. <laughs> this kid not only goes up. So I watch him as he does this from a distance. And he just goes and grabs my water bottle. And I'm like, okay, this is not public property. You could have asked, but fine. Until this guy goes full lips on on my water (laughs) bottle and just starts going at it. And I'm like, do you want me to kill you? How are you just going to walk up, not ask anything, just grab it like it's your own, and just start making out with this thing? Who are you? balls on this kid. What? I said the balls on this kid. He said, or lack of, like, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I was just there, like, great. Now I don't have a water. I ain't drinking from that. So I just have my Powerade. But or my, I don't even know what it is at this point. Gatorade, Powerade. But I, I, mm, that really set me in the wrong mood. Um. And then there was this Brazilian kid on the other team who was really loud and angry at all times. It was really funny, actually. But um, mm. anyways, Jaren, you can, I'm probably, I've probably put the listeners to sleep. So Jaren, bring them back because you have what should be a cool story about a car. And then we'll progress into the music. Bro, you've, you've hyped this up. I don't know. If, like, I don't know if I'd call this a cool story more than it's just like, an really, L. Jaren? It's, yeah. it's just an L. Uh, yeah. So basically, uh, about a week ago, wait, well, let me think. Um, I gotta get my thoughts organized. Yeah. Yeah, it was a week ago. A week from yesterday was the last day of Easter uh, Easter break. And a couple days before that, I'm at home, right? And my, my parents asked me to go pick up our foreign exchange students and bring them back home. So I do that, and on the way back home... I'm at a stop sign in my in, in Sheila, the old 2006 silver Chevy Uplander. Uh, you know, I got my soccer mom van and got the fuzzy dice hanging. I got my <laughs> my paper cut out of Ryan Reynolds, my Ryan Reynolds paper cut out on the dash. You know, and I'm at the stop sign. I go to turn right, going five miles per hour, and I hit a pothole. And I'm like, oh, I just hit a pothole. I didn't see it. It'll be all right. I wasn't going that fast. It was it was okay. And I'm driving. And about a minute later, I, I realized my steering wheel, instead of being level, like, the listeners, I'm sorry, but you know what a steering wheel looks like when you're going straight. It's, you keep it level, right? Well, I'm when I'm going straight, I'm holding it like this, like I'm turning right. And that's not how it's supposed to be. Isn't that just be. like a and, misaligned? Isn't that an easy fix? Well, I just, uh, I, I, this is, let me continue. And so I keep driving. And I'm, I'm at, at this point, I, I, I've driven for like nine, ten minutes. 
and I come to another stop, and there's just loud noise coming from the back right of my car, and I'm like, oh, no. And so I pull over, turn on the flashers, and I get out, and I see my back right tire is literally just up against the body of my car. Like, it's just touching the body of my car, and I'm like, uh, it's not supposed to look like that. Um, well, that sucks. And so <laughs> I get back in my van. I tell my, I tell the, our Ford Exchange students. I look at them. I say, "Hey, guys, if you're not already buckled up, just buckle up." <laughs> and so <laughs> instead of maybe doing the slightly smarter thing, instead of maybe calling AAA or whatever, I decide, "Look, I'm three minutes away from home. I can make it." Oh, and no. make it, I did. I, I make it. Oh. I made it. I made it. I drove home. And I went like 15 miles per hour under the speed limit. <clears throat> and that's a lot. And I did it without. <laughs> I'm calculating that's a. Well, it was in the it was in the it was in the country, so I was still going like 40 miles per hour, and Jeez. which is probably still too fast, <laughs> especially with how my tire was going, how my tire was. Um, yeah. Um, essentially, we found out what happened was. Like, I hit that pothole, and, like, I mean, my car's pretty old, and it's been used a lot. It's been on many, many, many road trips. Many trips to the beach, many trips to states very far away. And I think she had almost 300,000 miles on her with heavy Miles, too? Yeah. Oh, my Um, gosh. What's that in I don't know, man. That's, like, Um, that's, like, 500K, isn't it? I, I don't know, man. That's a uh, lot. But basically, the frame, like, just busted. Died. Like, yep. broke. Like, the frame in my car just broke. And so, like, the thing is, my car runs, but the frame's broken. So we had it towed, and so it's getting put in the dump, and I think we're getting a little bit of money. Um, not the dump, but they're taking it to, like, a junkyard to yeah, get, like, yeah, broken yeah. down for parts or whatever. So my parents are going to... They're going to buy me a car. They're going to spot me like a cheap car that's like maybe three or four thousand dollars or whatever. One that might last me a couple more years and then I'm going to pay him back. And so I'm carless. I had to hitch a ride with my with my good friend Jeremiah back to campus. And so I've lost a little bit of freedom and rest in peace, Sheila. I'm going to miss her. Um, I grabbed the. Fu- I, I did make sure to remember to grab the fuzzy dice and my uh, paper cutout of Ryan Reynolds off of my dashboard before I, before I left her to be sent off. My I actually am gonna. I'm gonna miss that. Vi- as much as I, like I'm gonna be. I'm really excited to actually hopefully not have a minivan. I say that, and my parents might end up buying me another minivan. It, it just depends on how good of a deal they find. But bro, I swear, if I have another minivan, I'm gonna be so upset, bro. But. I'm excited because I the idea of not driving a minivan is, is like exciting. super is, is super exciting. I kind of lucked out because we had a really old minivan that my brother drove, and right before um, I was gonna eventually inherit it, it went. It like this same thing as yours, right? Been put through the ringer, had seen uh-huh. every last end of the earth, and then finally like two months before I got my, my license that would allow me to drive on my own, the thing just kicked the can. <clears throat> like, it, it called it off. and then So you know what? Now I have a, a, a sexy little Mazda 3. It zips around the city like you've never seen Brett, before. I'm actually jealous that you have a Mazda. Like, 
we also knew the dealer, which is why we went to the Mazda. So that okay. was kind. Of, so we kind of got like some fresh deals. You, how, how, and then it's been hit twice, both by women named Abby. <laughs> like, they and just I know a third to Abby to about Abby? to get her license. So I swear, <laughs> oh, if she no. hits my car. Oh, didn't you? I think you told me a girl like in your like at your school. Didn't she like hit it? Yeah. Like or something. Yeah, and her name went. Oh wow. I need to stop Ab- being friends. Hey, with Abby, Abby, if you're listening, which you probably aren't. Which Abby, bro? What the heck, Abby? Both of them. Abby's everywhere. If anybody named Abby's, don't, step off. Back up. All right? Check yourself. Evan will mess you up. Oh, uh, like, well, uh, that's a bit far. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, with all that out of the way, I think we are going to transition into some actual music, stuff you guys are actually here to listen to, hear us talk about, give our thoughts on, and we are going to open with arguably the biggest single in the last couple of weeks. Uh, I'm sure just by that alone, you can kind of assume what it is. It is Morgan Wallen's return, his, uh, his first solo track, his first song on his discography since Dangerous Way Back When. That is, of course, Don't Think Jesus. He debuted it in October of last year on his Instagram, uh, and it now got the studio treatment. It was put out on Good Friday, which is very fitting. Um, seems to be connecting with fans and critics alike. I've kind of given my thoughts on New Music Friday. I think it's incredible. Um, but what are you saying? I I mean, I love this song. I, I, I have the version that he released on Instagram about a year ago. I have download, I've had downloaded on my phone, and I would occasionally go listen to it. So I've been listening to this song. Jaren's been... On, don't for a year um i really enjoy the studio version like i just i it's a really good song like i just and i uh he's also what was that other song he had uh thought you should know you should know that like hope. he better he better release that because that's a banger too like if that if he release if i see an announcement saying like morgan wallen is releasing thought you should know yeah i will be like i mean there's it's hard it's hard to say like hop on the bandwagon or whatever because he's already like the top dog but like if and i'm i've already been a morgan wallen fan but if he does that i'm all in if i remember correctly i think uh, miranda lambert is actually a co-writer on thought you should know i believe she is that sounds very familiar i think you're right on that but but real quick before we move on to our next single i do want to i have seen a couple of people online in the discord talk about the, the song feels a little they feel that the song feels a it just the whole the whole thing this whole situation feels a little bit disingenuous. Yep, I've that's, heard, a pretty that, that's and, the main criticism I've heard. Yeah, people. and I'm I'm my only I'm not gonna say that they're wrong because I don't I I think there's there is some truth to that. I could I could see where some people are coming from, but I think it says a lot. Like this song was written about him. It's not just mm-hmm. some song. That is, oh, the words are so powerful and stuff like that. I mean, the words are powerful, but the song is written about Morgan. Yeah. You know, and people's complaint is that he didn't write it. Other people did. So it feels less genuine. And sure, I think it would probably feel more genuine if he had written it. But the fact that he's willing to cut this song, that is very much about his mistakes Mm-hmm. And about 
redemption and forgiveness and making mistakes. And I think it says a lot about how much he's willing, he's willing to own up to. Yeah. And, and even then, like, to, the, um, also the fact that it could be embarrassing for, for somebody to be like, Hey dude, we wrote this song about you and then you cut it. Like they're writing about not in a good a way. This yeah. Isn't a mistake. Him in a good light. Yeah. Yeah, they're writing about a mistake you made. So I, uh, I still think it's a very, it's coming from a genuine place. Yeah, I, I think especially with the perspective. Sorry, I kind of cut you off there. No, you're um, fine. I'm done. <laughs> with the perspective it's written from, it's not like it's being written from a first person perspective of Morgan because I feel like that'd be where it's a lot easier for it to be like, um, with the disingenuous argument. But I feel like in the way it was was written with other people it almost makes it more jarring because it's someone else saying to Morgan that if they were Jesus like I'd say to hell with you there ain't no help in you which I think arguably makes it a little more powerful in that regard I've also heard some people um say that like oh it, it's uh yeah it, it's it's cool but like who cares because he's probably gonna go out and mess up again and it's like Okay. That's the point of the song. <laughs> okay, you, that that is the point of the song. Also, I just gotta say something because you bring that up. That's a good point. I'm, and I'm just gonna say it like this: it quite frankly pisses me off how much people hold artists. And I get it. People, artists are in a position of they do they are in positions of power. They're people that people look up to, but they're just like us. Like, and some people forget that. Like. What Morgan did. I'm not saying what Morgan did is okay. I'm not saying that at all because it wasn't. But I guarantee you there's a hundred other people that have also done something almost exactly like that. And just because they weren't recorded, like, who's holding them accountable for, like, you know, it's just... It's a, it's people, a weird people, culture dynamic. Yeah, and I... I hate it. I but I'm also a person that I hate politics. I hate people yelling at each other. I hate it when it's not a conversation, it's an argument. And what what does that do? It doesn't help anything. Like it Morgan's one of those people that's probably going to be polarizing for the majority of his life. But yeah. let's uh let's move on. But, <laughs> I'll oh, get off well, my I'll step good, off so. I'll step off my soapbox real quick. <laughs> the mu- the music's really good. The music's right good. Now, so the music's we good. We'll enjoy that. Uh, moving on, we have kind of a surprise single, or maybe I just forgot it was like coming till it 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 arrived. But uh, it was announced like a week before, I think. Midland, finally, the, Midland did a song with John Party, "Long Neck Way to Go," and this is a collaboration, Midland and John Party, that I have been begging for long before this channel was a thing. Yeah, long before, yeah. like. Oh my gosh, if I could go back to like 2019 Overshore and be like, yo, Evan, Midland and John Party are going to do a song together, I'd be like, yes, yes, they are. Indeed, they are. This collaboration had to happen. Now, it's three years later than I would have wanted, but uh, it happened. And I'm not going to lie. Do I think it's the best Midland song of all time? It's no. not. No. It's not bad. I want to. It's not bad. Yeah, but, it, it's a fun song. Uh, it's not the like craziest thing lyrically. I think it's a yeah. pretty like 
tongue in cheek, got a long neck way to go. It's like, yeah, okay, but yeah. The song is so much fun. It sounds sure. so good. John Party in Midland, like that, that blend of acts is just as good as I thought it would sound. Um, they're just a perfect match, the four of them, and the cover is really funny too. Yeah, so I like it. Can I? Can I? I, I want to say something real quick. Yeah, yeah I, that's pretty much my thoughts. I don't have too yeah. many on it. I think it's a decent song. Can. Can Midland stop releasing songs off of this album? Thank you. I have a video coming on this. Whenever <laughs> I get time. Whenever Can, I get freaking time. Like, look, I'm, I'm not going to... I didn't need another single. It's Seven not that... 7 out of 12 now. We're above the get, 50% threshold. I get, I get that the EP came out a while ago. So they're trying to... They're released, I think they released... They released The Last Resort like a month ago or a month and a half ago or something. And then they're releasing this. And then I think the album comes out. So I get it. They're going to re- they release two more singles to help. But now we're just rem- actually getting To help remind it. people. But it's just like, yeah, now it's just like a part of me is kind of really sad. Most actually, I'm not even going to lie. Most of me is really sad because I've heard like, and that's why I only, I think I only really listened to this John Party Midland song once because I was like. I'm, if I'm being honest, I didn't even really want to listen to it because I wanted to wait. I'm borderline with you. There. Not borderline. I'm with you there. Like, yeah. And it pains me because, like, at least right now, outside a country, it is like a tidal wave of music right now. Not that country isn't like that. But I look around at other genres, for example, and, like, people are talking about this four-week stretch where you got the Pusha T album came out, Future comes out this Friday, Jack Harlow's the following Friday, um, Kendrick Lamar is the, the next Friday. And it's like those albums, I think, I know Pusha T had like Diet Coke out. I don't know if there's another pre-release. Uh, Future is just, to my knowledge, dropping the album cold. Like he announced it like three weeks ago and he's just going to drop it. And then like Jack Harlow out of the 15 songs, he dropped two. You can't even see the titles or anything of the other ones. They're just blank. And then the whole album comes out. Kendrick Lamar is not releasing anything until the whole album. And it's like, that's what I need in country music, okay? Stop giving me the whole album before the album nah. actually comes out. Like, because don't give me 80% of an album. Give me 100% of an album and give it to me at the same time so I can enjoy it as an album. It's like, this isn't a... I thought it wasn't a tough concept, but I feel like because I follow other genres and I kind of watch at these things, um, it is definitely like, um, what's yeah, the word I'm looking yeah. for? It's definitely more, way more of a thing in country music for albums to have. Like, if anyone released like seven of twelve songs from an upcoming album in any of the other genres, it would stick out as like, what the heck are they doing? Yeah, so, it's weird. Midland but I also don't think, get the pass. Yeah, I, I do think it's... It, the only thing about Midland is that they didn't... They're not... They didn't release seven singles. They released two singles, <laughs> or technically three, but the EP... They're kind yeah, of like singles. Together it but yeah, it's, like... it's... Yeah, but yeah, it's it's the same thing, basically. But I do think it's interesting. Like, we'll have a 12, 12 track album, and we've already heard seven of the songs, but then... Then we've got people like Zach Bryan who've only who they've he's only released 
three or four of the songs on his upcoming 34 song album and it's like if if anything i'd write like it would make sense to release seven tracks off of that exactly but i'm not saying i want that because i don't want that i'm just saying we're getting like an opposite kind of thing here and it's like what are we what's happening right now but that being said that being said both Zach Bryan and Midland make good music, so I can't complain. Oh, yeah, no, I'm never going to complain about new Zach Bryan and Midland music. But I, I do have preferred methods of how I get that. Sure, um, sure. But, yeah, I think on to another single and That's album it. announcement. Talk about this... Luke Combs. Luke Combs. Luke Combs, everybody. It's All right, Luke we're Combs. doing Luke Combs first. Yes. Yeah, um, oh, where are we? Oh, I just kicked my desk. No, we're not going to talk about Luke Combs. No, we can do Luke Combs first. I'm okay. The order does not matter. Uh, I thought (laughs) you can you can you can take. Well, I thought you were leading into Luke Combs because he announced his album. Oh yeah, we can. But you you literally said that, and then I said Luke Combs, and then you were like, "Well, there's another album announcement that I'm excited for that came." Oh whatever, guys. Evan's freaking making me mad. Anyway, Luke Combs. I'll I want to talk about it real quick because this. This album cover could have been so freaking good, and then he put half of his face on it, bro. Like, what? Why? It's Luke, no disc to Luke's face. It's just you had a great <laughs> album cover. I could, and then, like, why is uh, why is Luke feel the need to just... <sighs> like, his last... Let's be real. His last album's cover, it wasn't it, Chief. Like it I wasn't feel like the only one who kind of likes the what you Like it's not like it's not look it's not the it's just not that good. Like I'm not it's not horrible but it just isn't that good. And then this one I like it. The, yo, the this what one, you see is what you get. This one This one's not it. It could have no, been but like you said the No but the thing is I think this is his best album cover <laughs> and the thing is like why is half of your face? Why is half of your face? If he on just the album? left it as like What is happening? Like, if he just took the half portrait out and kept the comic bar, yeah, that yeah. would have been such a cool cover. Yeah. I'm or just worst like, case scenario, okay, fine. Let's say you really want to have that half portrait. Can you at least make it in a cartoon style to match the rest of the cover? I yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would be willing. Just, I like. What could I would want to see what that would look like. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> Luke Combs is just out here messing with us. He's just like, hey, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make another album, and the album cover, it's gonna almost be good, and then I'm gonna make it not good, and I'm gonna do that for every album, <laughs> every album that I make. <laughs> I swear that's what he does, bro. It's like I don't know. Um. But tomorrow me is a pretty good song. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna yeah I must it, say I, I like the production I like the instrumentation it's a pretty okay song. That's I my think thoughts on it. This is my um I'm trying to think back to but this is probably this is my favorite song he's put out in a while. Um, when you're talking about like the deluxe songs from what you see is what you get. Sure. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting something that was in between. Um, he had six feet apart, and he also had going, the Great Divide, which were both. That was very, very good. cool. Um, the Great Divide, then, I think, is the best song he's released. Probably his best song. I'm oh, not even gonna I lie. Respect it. No, but the the Great Divide is just a really good song. We haven't actually talked about that before, but like freaking him and Billy Strings killing it. Off. Like yeah, that, the that bluegrass was a cool vibes song. on. It's a cool song, and I don't. 
I don't... I, of, of course, it's not going to have a huge amount of radio success. That doesn't surprise me, but I just think it's... Sorry. Oh, yeah. I just think it's his best song. I think, yeah. I... I want more of that, Luke. I want more of that, Luke, bro. I'm down for it, but, uh, yeah. This maybe we'll new... get some... Maybe we'll get some shades of that. We'll see. But... I'd love to. But, yeah, yeah, this new one, Tomorrow Me, I think it kind of just highlights everything Luke's good at. Um, the production feels really nice. I kind of like... Um, the, the whole slower vibe to it. Uh, Grady said it in his video, but I was going to say it in New Music Friday when I covered it, so, like, you know, I'm going to say it anyways. But I think there's a real connection with, like, Dear Today, which that one still kind of makes oh me Oh, my gosh. Only because the, 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 the Zach Bryan-esque phone recording sounds cool. The produced part sounds cool. Let's not hop back and forth between the two. Yeah, that is a little weird, but it almost works for me. Also, I did forget that Dear Today exists. I love Dear Today. That yeah, is a great song. Tomorrow Me reminds me too. a lot of Dear Today. Yeah, yeah, but Dear Today is like better. Um, yeah. I, I, think, I think Dear Today could have been better. But at the same time, actually, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to listen to Tomorrow Me more. But I really like Tomorrow Me. Um, big fan. Luke Combs' album coming June 24th. Big fan, album cover, small fan. <laughs> My only thing with this album, and I'll, I'll make it quick because I, I want to move on to the next thing. But yeah, I'm just I want Luke. I'm I, this was this was good, and it's a little bit different than his more recent singles and stuff like that. I just want less of. I want just I want to see Luke experiment more. That's why I, I think that's also part of why I like the Great Divide so much because it's it's, it's so there. it's different. But it's also I also think that it's really well written. But anyway, I just I'm yeah I'm cautiously I also really quick before we move on. Uh, mm-hmm. I I like that it's shorter a 12, 12 song album as opposed to like seventeen eighteen. I like yeah. that move. Um, yeah, I'm hoping that please more please can we get more quality. shorter albums actually. A more concise, shorter album with less filler. Also, can we get a Josh Turner album? <laughs> <laughs> can we, while we're at it, while we're just, while I'm at it, I like, know uh, where with the is, Josh Turner. <laughs> might as well just throw it. Anyway, what's next, Evan? What's next? Uh, what what's next here? is an album announcement that I have been waiting for. I forget exactly um, in my video at earlier this year the country albums i'm most excited for in 2022 oh i forget I know your time about i was spacing my bad i completely spaced <laughs> continue i I've... just realized yeah yeah i forget Sorry. where exactly i put this in the video if it wasn't like my most anticipated i made a mistake because ever since brett eldridge put out sunday drive which has grown to be one of my favorite albums of all time i, I would argue been... What? I would argue that it's one of the greatest albums of the past. I well, It came out in 2020, I wouldn't right? argue. I would claim, and if you try and argue it, I would stop talking to you. But... Uh, uh, wait, hold up. Did it yeah. come out in 2020? Yeah. I would... Okay, so it's in that 2020... I think in the 2020s, I think it's going to be one of the greatest country albums of uh, this decade. Of this decade. It's the best album. It's my favorite album of this decade so far, too. I think uh, I would agree fun. with that. Although I think Human's really good too by Cody Johnson. I still really I'm like taking Human. Sunday Drive. 
but that's yeah. just me. But anyways, well, uh, okay, sorry, continue. <laughs> no, I, I, no, sorry, I, I, I've cut you off a few times. Don't, don't let me do that. No, I, um, I just, just go. <laughs> I don't, I don't even think I was gonna say anything. Um, uh, yeah, Brett Eldridge finally he dropped his new song, "Songs About You," along with the announcement that the album "Songs About You" is coming out on June seventeenth, a week before the Luke Combs album. June is going to be a good month for country music fans. And I am just through the roof with excitement. It's 12 songs. We have three. Holy Water. Um, oh, my gosh. Why am I? Bro, all blanking? three of these songs are bangers. Want That Back and Songs About You. I'm hoping he doesn't release anything more because I don't want any more teasers. Um, yeah, we don't need yes, it anymore, bro. Three for three so far. Um, and I think, honestly, it depends. In the right environment want that back is like the undisputed goat however i think i think want that back is that's what i was just thinking i think want that back is the standout but songs about they're all they're they're each they're each kind of they each kind of scratch a different itch i feel like Mm -hmm. like because yeah songs because holy water holy water holy water is so like you are holy it's It's just like so like a gospel yeah i don't know it kind of feels like holy it, yeah yeah i like the feel of the song kind of matches the the references the holy water kind of thing so yeah, it's always great bro i'm excited for this and also, i like i kind of dig the colors i like the dark green i was just gonna color. say coming from the luke combs album i he, love luke combs bro y'all what is who is who is letting him do this to me i'm sorry i'm back <laughs> on who is letting him who is letting him who why 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 luke combs sorry your album covers are just kind of dog cheeks like (laughs) like like it's (laughs) like not good that's all i have to say sorry anyway the brett aldridge cover is very cool i love like you said i love the color schemes i love the like chaotic um fuzzy background yeah with brett just standing still like that um I am so freaking excited. I think Songs About You is an absolute banger. When I walk, it's one of those songs that when I'm walking through the halls listening to it, it's like, yeah, I I am better than everyone here. I just, <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. It's, it just makes Evan, you feel good. It's one of those, I'm you know, better than everyone. You know, the, you know what I mean. Not that I genuinely think that, but you know the songs just make you feel good. You're like, yeah, yeah. That's right. Sure. I mean, okay. I can get on board with the makes me feel good, but I don't know if a song makes me... Yeah, I'm better than you. Uh, yeah, I don't know if a song's ever done that. <laughs> May, look, look, it's a... Not figure of speech. That's not a, please pan your camera down again. Thank you. This is a work of art. <laughs> He's got popcorn in his hand. Oh, wait, no, that's not... Is that a, no, that's a McDonald's bag. Oh, my gosh. Uh, for, for the look. listeners... For the listeners, my roommate just crawled in. He opened the door and crawled. Trying to in. evade the camera, but Jaren's turning it down. Yeah, you know what? Maybe, maybe the feel better than you doesn't exactly uh, fit this. This no. The more I think about it, that was stupid. It's 11 p.m. My brain's tired. But this song is a very feel-good song. It's so groovy. I love the way the instrumental. Um, gosh, I'm trying to collect my thoughts here, but good song. Goes, like, song good. Just trying to get through and like is it a synth or something there's something that follows his vocal line maybe it's a guitar i'm I'm completely blanking 
I absolutely love that part. I absolutely love this song. I love all the songs so far, and I am beyond excited for this Brett Eldridge album. Yeah. Can't wait. Well, what I told Evan before right before we started recording, I, I, I looked at Evan through the, through, the, through the camera lens on Discord, and I said, Brett Eldridge is my dad. And I, he, just, he just is, man. Brett Eldridge. Look, if you had asked me... Not just you even asked me. If you had asked me, oh well, no. Okay, hold up, hold up. Let's start, let's calm down. Well, presently, Brett Eldridge <laughs> holds the title of Jaren's dad. You know, um, not literally. I love my dad, my actual dad. Shout out to Mark Pike. He's a real one. Um, but like, look, Josh. I know it's probably not your fault. I'm sure the label's doing stuff, but I just need another. Like, I need an original album. And until then, Brett Eldridge. Brett's just going to be right here for me. He's going to be right here, and I'm just going to pop in Sunday Drive, and I'm just going to be like, hmm. I'm just going to, like, cry and do all those things, and it's just so good. But anyway, if you had asked me, like, two years ago this time, so, like, and that was before Sunday Drive came out, if you had asked me two years ago around this time if I was a Brett Eldridge fan, I would have been like, oh, heck nah, right? Same. Same. Like, no. Like, he's got a couple decent, okay songs, but then, like... He has really turned it on. Like, he has really separated himself over and, his And listening to Sunday Drive turned me on to his Christmas albums, and, like, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Anyway, let's... Brett Eldridge is the honorary father of this podcast. Yeah. That's what we're getting at. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just, but, like, in a super, like... Never mind, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to move on to an EP that I know Jaren must have been very excited for. Oh, yeah. For. I'm in love. Consistent. I'm all, actually, I'm engaged. I'm engaged, actually. <laughs> Frequent um, listeners of the podcast, simply based off that, know exactly what we are going to talk about. Is Jaren's fantasy wife, Tennille Towns. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Um, well, she's this not your real. actual wife, unfortunately. But no. she did respond to you on Instagram, which I still find really funny. Uh, yeah, we've had we've had conversations. We have, we have. I was having an identity crisis at the beginning of last semester, and I was like, "Tanil, but help then me she out replied, here. and she literally she literally like had a kind of a conversation with me. It was kind of cool. She's the thing is, on a totally serious note, I know I like to meme and joke around about, but like, Tanil's actually like a great person. Like, well, she's Canadian. It, it shows up. Shut up. <laughs> Bruh, bruh, you just get over. Oh, it's because she's Canadian. All right, all right, yeah. okay. But anyway, it's like she genuinely. It's I just love how vulnerable she can be. But then I, on the same side, like I feel like I know her. Like I, I'm, and I feel like I've, I've, I know I've met people like her because the way that she's so friendly and vulnerable on Instagram and and. And she, like, sends out text messages, she'll record videos, and she just, she's one of the artists that I feel like I relate to the most, because, and especially after listening to this EP, this EP is her just kind of putting it all out there, in a way. From, from when's it gonna happen, with, like, wondering if she's ever gonna find that one, that one person, cross my heart and hope to die, um... <laughs> That was a joke. That was a joke. Um, Unless like, Tennille actually wants to. <laughs> and then there's the sound of being alone. 
And I was, like, and then it's, like, villain and me, and it's, like, sometimes you're your own worst, like, enemy, and, like, it's just, like, it's, like, this, like, yin and yang kind of inside of you, and there's shared walls, and, like, all these songs are just, like, man, this is just a good EP, I think. I don't know how Evan feels about it, but I will, I will say, before Evan gives his thoughts, that I, like, this, in a lot of ways, this is one of my favorite EPs I've ever listened to already, but I will say... I appreciate what the sound of being alone was doing, but I'm not a huge fan of how it sounds all the time. Like sometimes it hits for me, and sometimes it doesn't. And like, I'm, I'm not always sure. I'm not always sure how I feel about it. And I know I get the vibe she was going for. It's still a good song. It's just kind of it feels kind of weird. I don't know. But anyway, I know what you mean. I also this song is like a freaking nine out of ten. Evan, talk to me. Uh, no, I think this is a very strong EP as well. Um. Like you said, Sound of Being Alone almost depends how you're feeling when you listen to it. Yeah. Uh, Shared Walls with Brayland is one that I think... Um, it's got a really cool melody. I will say that when she like jumps up and down really like that. Um, I do think the production at times can be a little like intrusive, a little distracting. Really? Um, why are you giving huh. me that face? Well, I just, I don't know. I just never got that vibe. I just thought that was an interesting thing. Maybe that's just me. But um, I don't know. I do, I think, same road home. It's it's a sentiment we've all heard before, but I think Tennille just does it in a really approachable, really charming way. And then Light in Your Eyes, I, something mm. about that as a closer. That song really light in, just hit with me. Light I in like Your Eyes, one. it's... I think I might have posted a light in your eyes on my story with like a sunset picture like a day or two ago. But light in your eyes and shared walls, I think, in my opinion, are the best songs on this album. Villain and me is also probably from like a I was going to say, I'd, I'd put villain and me in that conversation. Villain and me, but it's not, for me, villain and me is not one that I can just like jam out to like I can with Shared Walls or Light in Your Eyes. Because Villain and Me is just kind of like this heavy song. It's not yeah. bad. It's really good. It's just kind of heavier. I think I have to... I've listened to it twice, which granted... But I, I'm interested to see how some of these songs age on me, but like as yeah. far as like ones I will pick out, like for example, Light in Your Eyes, that is one I can see myself going back to quite a bit. Uh, yeah. And I think, it, I think it's a very, like you said, Maybe I don't feel as strong as you in the sense that it's not, like, one of my favorite EPs I've ever heard, but I, I do... I also just... Yeah, so no, finish your thoughts. Sorry. I was just going to say, I, I do think very highly of this EP. I think it's really good. We're interrupting each other too much this episode. <laughs> we sincerely apologize. But I just... I mean, obviously, I'm... Well, everybody's biased. I say that, but everybody's biased towards whatever. But, like, I, I'm a person that really, really likes Tenniel's voice... I love, it's so unique. It's just so, I don't know. I love everything about Tennille. Just her willingness to be vulnerable. And it's just cool. Like, I read, I, like, read every caption that she posts on Instagram. And I think, like, in her most recent one, she talks about, she did this cool video where she, like, framed it, her camera in, like, the same spot. And, like, she filmed one thing of her in, like, a one outfit, like, a black leather outfit with, like, a black guitar and she did and then on the other side it was like a white outfit with like blue jeans and like her brown guitar and it's like the two sides like one is like the vulnerable shy person the quiet one and then the other one is like the the rocker who like like just lets it all out and is like and i just think it's so interesting that she's 
she's reached this point where she's willing to be real with herself and she doesn't care what other people think she's like, got a real cool attitude to her she's yeah and she i just respect that a lot and i also think that her music's really good um i don't know to neil towns big thumbs up a, on the ep yeah great okay. artist check it out um but now i think we're going to transition into something the complete opposite yeah because not on the topic of good music <laughs> jason aldean he put out mm -hmm. His album Georgia, mm -hmm. and I have a, good no, golly, no. does it ever reek? Uh, uh, like, wow, <laughs> wow! I, I have, I'm a, still I have a confession. What? I have a confession. Yeah. I turned on this album. I listened to three songs. I looked at my buddy Jeremiah, who was doing homework next to me, and I said, "I'm not listening to any more of this." I don't blame you. And I How didn't far, listen. <laughs> wait, but did you hear Cowboy and Me? Or Ain't um, Enough Cowboy, I have, sorry. I, I have been told that that is not a good one. Okay. Um, Honestly, when the podcast ends, listen to Ain't Enough, or whatever it's called, bro. It, <laughs> oh, man. Well, Look, the cool thing, I can actually, I can cue it up, because I can Oh, uh, don't, don't, like, put yourself through too much while you're live on air. But, um. Okay. I don't like how that. I okay. I, I'm still on the fence if I want to review this or not. Granted, my whole production was kind of sidelined um, because I kind of just lost my voice for like almost an entire week. Uh, Jaren and I were supposed to record some other stuff, but that's been delayed. I wasn't able mm -hmm. to record any videos because I just didn't have a voice for so long. So I'm still debating now if I want to review the Jason Aldean album because generally speaking... Um, my outlook on content creation, as far as what music I'm going to review, my thought process is, because I've heard some people say I'm not critical enough, I think often it's just like, it's what I choose to review, because yeah, it takes time to make a review. It takes time to plan it. it so my philosophy is, I would since being a busy person where I don't have time to get to everything, I would rather invest that energy and that time into something I feel positively about as opposed to negatively. However, in the case of Jason Aldean, I feel so passionately negatively about this <laughs> that I'm still tempted to review it, even though it would just be me for like five and a half minutes absolutely raining down hell on this album because what was it the... is it is one what of the... What was the song that was so bad? What? What was the song that you said was like really bad? Um... Sorry to interrupt, but I'm... It's like I'm the curious. fourth song, Ain't Enough Cowboy. Ain't Enough Cowboy, all right. Um, Continue talking. Horrendous. But yeah, this yeah. honestly might be... I actually look back at my worst music of 2021. This trumps that. Easy. Like, this is... I'm taking Life Rolls On by Florida Georgia Line over this album seven days a week. Wow. Like, it... And I didn't even listen to that one either. <laughs> oh, bro, man. This Jason Aldean album, it's a mess. The songs aren't very good. The production's not good. The writing's not good. Uh, okay. The lyrics right. not good. Hold on. I have a let me let me give one. Okay, I'm sorry. We're under, okay. It doesn't make We're any sense. He's branded this. The double album doesn't make any sense. He's branded this as like a dedication to his hometown. There's nothing remotely related to Georgia. Nothing is Georgian. It's just bad Jason Aldean. Like, 
like Macon had some moments, and like even if I think Macon was like uh, pretty generic, like okay, this is just Jason Aldean music, not done to the best of his abilities. Georgia is like that, but just twenty times worse. This is so bad. I can't deal with this album. I can't. Sorry, what were you gonna say? Because I think you're listening to Ain't Enough Cowboy as we speak, aren't you? I am. I am. Uh, <laughs> my first thought um, after. I think I'm about halfway through the song right now, um, and I just happened to hear the word make the words makeup sex. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But this sounds like a song that would have been on Billy Currington's Intuition. I get kind that. Of. I get that. Uh, and I think that's largely due in part to the horrible production choices. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna not listen to it anymore. Um, I I'm in full support of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, guys, I wish Jason Aldean. The thing is, Jason Aldean has songs that I actually kind of oh, like. Oh, he's got he's got big bangers. He's got great. Songs. He does. He really does. And I'm a it's person that none like, of them reside on Georgia. Like he has, he's got a couple. Like I like Riverview Town. I like Drowns the Whiskey. I like I don't drink anymore off of Nine. I think that's thank a, you. That's a that's the I only love song. that song. It's a really good song. I think Dirt Road I think Anthem's kind of, a guilty pleasure, you know, of course. And I feel like it's kind of basic, but I'm sorry, You Make It Easy is still a great song. You uh, Make It Easy is good. Um, I heard that one a lot, so I, That's I like, overplayed, and so it's just kind of like, it's a good, it's decent, um, but, you know. Uh, I don't know, man. Jason Aldean, what are you doing? And why are you and Brantley Gilbert just making bad music right now? And the thing is, I'm a person that likes some of Brantley Gilbert's older stuff. It's pretty good. (laughs) It's just weird, man. I don't know what some artists just be doing. They just be doing what they doing what they've always done, you know. I don't know. They just do what they do, you know. In the case of Jason Aldean, I hope he just stops doing what he do. Not that he stops (laughs) making music, but just Georgia. Oh my gosh. Look, we're gonna move on. Yeah, um, let's... <laughs> to the to the the, the 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 oldest segment on the show. What are we listening to, Yo. Jaren? Would you like to go first yes, or second? I would actually. I would love to start first because the heater of an EP that I have brought. This listening to this EP is like. Oh my gosh! After listening to that Jason Aldean song. This EP is like a breath of fresh air, bro. Like, not even that. That's not even the best, like, I don't know. I don't have the words to describe it, but this is um, an EP called Doing It Right by Chase Beckham. And let me just say that it's amazing. It's... And I, I, maybe I'm hyping it up a little bit too much, but I it I was impressed. And let me just give a little bit of backstory. About a week ago, me and my buddy Jeremiah were sitting in my room, and then Jer- I'm playing the new Lego Star Wars game. <laughs> and my buddy Jeremiah looks at me and goes, why don't we just go take some sunset pictures? So we, me and him drove out, and we, we both needed to go to Walmart too, so we, like, went and drove for like 30 minutes and just took some pictures of the sunset and then we went to Walmart and stuff like that. And while we're, me and him, no words are said, he just puts on this EP that he found. Like, I think he found it through auto, autoplay on Spotify. 
and he's like, hey, I think you'll like this. He throws it on, and we don't talk. We just drive around through the country and looking at the sunset and stuff like that. And, bro, this this album, or EP, is, it's good pop country. Like, that's what it is. It's like, in the same way that, like, I would say that Scotty McCreary or Morgan Wallen is good pop country, more so Seasons Changed by Scotty McCreary. His newest album was a little bit hit or miss for me, but... Um, this EP is like, to me, all, it's only, it's six songs. All six of these songs are like the best parts of season change from Scotty McCreary's album. It's acoustic in all the right places. And there's no, like, there's not really any, there's not a whole lot of synthetic stuff, but it's like still very like poppy and like energetic. But then there's also like these slow moments and it's hard to pick. It really is hard to pick standout songs on this because, and I really, I highly encourage you guys to, this is the most fun I've had with an EP. And if I'm being honest, I think I like it more than Tennille Town's newest EP. But that's only, this one's just a lot of fun. This one reminds me of summer. Like this man, this one makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. Like in the same way that songs for, songs for you, is it songs for you by Brett Eldridge? Is that the name of the song? Songs about you. Songs about you. Yeah. In the same way that that song kind of makes you feel a little bit better. This whole album just makes me feel like it just takes me to summer. It takes me to the takes me to the island and like riding my bike and like hanging out with friends and like being around the campfire and just being stupid and like and oh, I love it, man. His name's Chase Beckham. His name's spelled weird. It's C H A Y C E. Um, uh, I, I should give some. I'll try it here. I'm looking at the track list. His song, Tell Me Twice and Talk To Me, are my favorites. I'll Take The Bar is also really good. And the opener, Where The River Goes, is just so fun. And there's banjo, like, in the back. And it's just... I know I just listed you four tracks. banjo. But, like, uh, I just raved <laughs> about this album. And people are probably going to listen to it and be like, Jaron, what are you smoking? But I'm pretty sure this is a good EP. And I'm I really like it. Sure. It also came out in 2022. Like, yeah, it's, I was just looking at it. It's very new. It's a uh, it's very new. I don't know exactly when it released. I know nothing about Chase Beckham. All I know is that this EP is good, and y'all should check it out. Like, it's good. But Evan, yeah, what are you listening to? Funny, you should ask. Um, I kind of struggled this time around for like what I was gonna bring, because okay. if I'm being honest, if there is one thing that I have really been listening to. Love Goes by Clayton Mullen. Like, I talked sure. about this song very... Po I don't know if you've heard it. Um, I did listen to it a couple times. I talked very positively about it in New Music Friday. And I have not been able to let this song go. Like, I have been listening to it so much. However, I was like, you know what? I brought a three-song EP last time. So it's like, do I want to, like... Um, bring one song i don't know do what you want to do do what you i do, do what i do but there's no rules here there are no rules and so i however love goes by clayton mullen i honestly think it, it's my favorite song of the year so far um however i was like i'm gonna bring an album but i was like dang there's not really like any specific country albums like new country albums that i can bring as like a, like a hey this 
Because, you know, normally I'm, like, surfing around and there's there's something new I find or something someone suggests. It's like, yeah, like, I, I've been listening to this. I want to bring this. But th this time around, I kind of struggle. It's like, I don't really have anything new. However, there was one album that I have been listening to. Um, and it's an alternative album. Uh, it's by a group that I had always, like, heard of i knew their name but i never knew anything about them or even like who they were or whatever by beach house right and i might know who this is i feel like you've probably heard their most popular songs i am bringing their 2015 album depression cherry which is a weird name however this album is beautiful i love it uh it's kind of if i had to give it one criticism it can sort of mesh into like um it's basically like dreamy synthetic alternative music very fit for a background very atmospheric which i will always have a soft spot in my heart for those kind of like dreamy ethereal get lost in the music uh that kind of stuff i always love that childish gambino has some songs like that too that i love in that vein um, Depression Cherry, it can kind of feel like 45 minutes of just like soft synthesizers, pretty vocals, and like some electric guitars here and there. But sure. I, I, I really like this album. And I tell you what, listening to it, like driving home at night and putting this on, it's just like, ah. And like the most popular song, their most popular song, the one that I found a few days ago, I just never knew what it was called. The reason I checked out this album, Space Song, is like that main riff they have in that song like da, 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 da. it is so gold and they they borderline <laughs> beat it like a dead horse throughout the song but it at this it's such a perfect riff that they can't overuse it and so you know what it, it's not country which is kind of what we're here to talk about however that no, that's just what i've been listening to for this segment we're allowed to not bring country oh yeah but it's just like i I want to bring some stuff that people can can really cling sure. to. So, in that case, Love Goes by Clayton Mullen. Keep listening to that song. I freaking love it. However, as far as albums go, if I'm being honest with myself, the, the new album that is new to me and I've been listening to quite a bit lately would be Depression Cherry by Beach House. So that's what I've been mm. listening to. I actually am a little bit familiar with Beach House. I, I think I, I might have heard, heard Space Song, maybe. Um, but I do remember my buddy Chandler... Um, lives on the floor above me. Shout out to Chandler. I, you don't watch the podcast, but whatever. Um, or listen to it, whatever. <laughs> but he, I remember him telling me about the song. Is it PPP or Triple P? <laughs> PPP sounds funnier, so let's go with that. Okay, PPP. I just remember him telling me he really liked that song, and I still have yet to check it out, but now that you have recommended the album, I might have to do that. You might have to. Yeah. All right. It is time for the final segment of the episode Who the frick is this? Who the frick is that guy? Or girl? <laughs> um, <laughs> in case you're unfamiliar, in case you're new, here's how it's going to work for who the frick. Um, Jaren has prepared three artists. He has gone on their Wikipedia page and grabbed information, some cool fun facts, some interesting stories, some statistics. He has three hints on each artist. I have one guess per hint. 
to guess yeah. which artist it is. It will progressively get harder. There is a time limit. I have one minute per guess. Uh, play along from wherever you're listening or watching this to. It's always fun. And Jaron, I'll let you take over because this, is, uh, your, right. this is your time to shine. This is your segment. This, this, this is my time to shine. <laughs> okay. So I think this first one... Let's see. We'll see where this goes. I think you'll. I think you'll get this. I, the thing is, with I can't. I, I shouldn't talk. I shouldn't talk. We can talk about it after after we find out who it is. So I I feel like I, I wanna I wanna defend myself with my hints, but you know I can't really do that without. We'll see. Giving more hints. All right. So the first one, and I will say that just a reminder: the timer starts. After I've given, like, once I finish giving the hint. Um, 24 of their 35 singles have reached number one on either the Hot Country Songs or Country Airplay charts. This artist's debut single was titled Hicktown. Hicktown? Mm-hmm. Now you say there, which makes me think group. I, I'm, uh, I, uh, I say there to... To, so that I don't, I don't want to give away gender is what I'm. Doing oh, for okay. You can, but it could be a group. <laughs> that, but that's why I say there. Hicktown. I am not familiar with a Hicktown. Um, yeah. But when we're talking thirty-five singles. Yeah, and 20, 24 of them have reached number one. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, this has got me thinking someone that obviously started more in the 2000s. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Um, I have no... Like, Hicktown's doing nothing for me. Like, I don't know the, okay. I don't know who made that song, so I'm just going to throw, throw like, out a, a 2000s name. Someone who's had yeah. a bunch of hits. Um, good golly. This isn't it. I forgot to start my timer. I'm going to give you 10 seconds. You're good. I, I, <laughs> I'm just going to throw a name out there. I don't think she's had this many number ones, though. Miranda Lambert. Nope. Not Miranda Lambert. <laughs> I don't think she's had that. All right. nearly that many number ones. Yeah, that's I don't probably, think she has That's either. probably a dumb Sadly. Guess. I think she probably deserves Deserves it, more. Yeah. Um, all right. Second, second hint. This artist's real last name is Williams. As a performer, they chose to use their middle name and changed its spelling in order to stand out. So not only did they choose to use their middle name, they also chose to change the spelling. Oh, man. Um, I had to choose some pretty obscure hints for this one because otherwise, otherwise it would have been a pretty dead giveaway, I feel like. And me saying that might be a dead giveaway. Who knows? Oh, man. I feel like that should help me out, but I don't know. Oh, jeez. Um, I'm honestly oh, still clinging to that 24 number ones. I'll say 30 seconds. And I don't really... I, I'm still pretty directionless. I'm kind of just throwing guesses out here. And I'm going to say, even though this is probably very wrong, it, it, uh, he doesn't have that many number ones, though. Just, uh, okay. Um, oh, Dirk's right. Bentley, man. I, 
It's it not. is not Dirk Spenley. It is not. This one's put me for a bit of a whirl. Yeah, I, I had to make the... I know this is only the first one, but I... <laughs> uh, uh, maybe this one shouldn't have been the first like one. Like 24 number ones. Not many people have that. Yeah, it's... I feel like you, I should be uh, thinking big. All right, the, this last guess is simple. I think it's going to help you out a lot. <laughs> this uh, is why it was the last guess. The pressure that comes with that now. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Maybe I should have said that. Maybe I should just not talk. All right, send it over. <laughs> This artist is from Georgia. Wait, oh. Is this, like, in reference to someone we've just been talking about? I feel like Jason Aldean would fit. He's probably... You know what? Because I feel like he's what? had that many... Talk to me, Evan. I feel like Jason Aldean's had that many number ones because he's been kicking around for so long. He's got, like, 12 albums at this point. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he, like, changed the spelling of his name. Uh, and as far as Georgia goes, he's the only Georgian I can think of that matches this time frame and this scale. So I'm going to say Jason Aldean. That is correct. I knew. Williams. I, interesting. I, yeah, his, his, so it's in, it actually is interesting. I didn't know any of this. His name was Jason William. Yeah, sorry, Jason Al Aldean Williams, but Aldean is spelled A L D I N E. Oh. Like, and he changed. I think he legally changed the name oh. of his spelling and cho and chose to go by that name. It's interesting because he wanted to stand out, which I actually, I mean, I think it works. Nobody else has that last name, and it's not yeah. spelled that way either. So, good. Okay, I was a little. See, I knew that last one would help you a lot. Yeah. Especially I, since I, it was had fresh a, on my mind. It was Jason Aldean. I, I, I just was like, you know what? I'll do Jason Aldean this episode, even though we'd already I knew we were going to be talking about him. So I had to make it a little Tough difficult. Thing. Yeah, I had to make it a little difficult. All right. This, this next one, this is going to be fun. <clears throat> this artist got married this past March, and they got engaged the summer of 2021. So this past summer. Hardy? Uh, no. Dang it. Thought I had that. All right, on to the next. Oh no, how do you married? Like, oh shoot. On to the next. Uh... Dang, I was like, got it in three seconds. I mean, no, 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 no. that's a good, that's a Decent good guess. guess. Good, right. that's a good guess. Um, second one. This artist grew up in Texas. They learned to play the violin at a young age, and was in their school's orchestra. Violin. Um, Texas. Oh, wait a minute. I think I have another pretty good guess. As far as the marriage one's really helping me, and the Texas, um, I think this could be Parker McCollum. You would be correct. Yeah. I remember he just got uh, married. Yeah, I, I, I figured you would probably get this. Um, and my last my last clue was that he, this it was this tour. This artist has toured with Dirk Bentley and Riley Green. I don't know if that would have helped. I think that, yeah, um, that probably would have rung a bell. Although it's hard to say, because now that I know, it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But violin, school orchestra, that's kind of cool. Right. All right, all right. I'm really excited for this third one. I, I want to see if you can get it. Okay. All right, run it. All right. The This artist has a stage name that doesn't resemble their real name in any regard. They were born in Honolulu, Hawaii. Hawaii. Oh, man. 
Like, do they still, do they cling to that Hawaii at all? Or would you know they're from Hawaii? If I'm being honest, I didn't know this person was from Hawaii. Oh, man. Um, but it also didn't surprise me, like, when I read more about them. Like, when, from what I know about them and I shouldn't, from what I know about them, it didn't surprise me. All right, hear me out. So you got about 25 seconds. Let me explain my thought process for this guess. I'm thinking of names that are very flashy, very out there. Mm-hmm. I'm also thinking beach country in a way. Okay. And this person just put out a single. Uh, okay. I'm going to go off Nico Moon. Oh, that's actually a pretty interesting guess, but that is not, that is not correct. Dang it. I thought I had some good reason there. Um... I think this one might be a little tough for you, and I think you're going to hate me. Um, but um, this artist's debut... This is the next guess. This artist's debut album from 2010 spawned three international number one singles. Oh, my gosh. Um, international number one in 2010. Who debuted in 2010? Bro, you're going to hate me. Oh, From Hawaii. You're going to hate me, man. You're um, going to hate me. Uh, the thing is, I know you know. Uh, actually, I can't say that. I can't say that. I'll explain. If you don't get this, if you don't end up getting this artist, oh, this you have about 25 seconds. This one's tough. Because 2010... Oh, you're gonna hate me, man. Oh. <laughs> I'm running out of time, and I don't even. You have, you have ten seconds. Oh man, I'm just gonna say a name, even though it's gonna make zero sense. John Party, even though his debut was 2014. Yeah, no, John Party. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's from California. Hawaii. Um, not correct. I yeah, I'm clinging to that too much. I feel like this last guess probably won't help you all too much. Uh, oh, that's motivating. And so I will give you. No, 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 let's, let's... No, no, no. Okay, no, no. I'm going to... I'm going to... This is a... This next hint, I honestly don't think it'll help you a whole lot, so I'm going to, like, add just a little... Like, another hint to it. Okay. It, it won't give anything away. Okay. Um, this artist has released three albums and one co- collaborative album. This artist is not a country artist. <laughs> oh, man. That changes stuff. <laughs> um, that's got me thinking elsewhere. And I'll give you more time now that I've hit you with that um, bombshell. I'll give you like a nut. Three albums and a collaborative album or three albums? Plus? Three albums plus one collaborative album. So he's attached to four albums. As far as collaborative albums go, nope, no, I'm stupid. Anderson Pack is from Philadelphia and he has more albums than that. Um... I gotta keep thinking. Of... Oh wait a minute! Hold on. <laughs> this is Bruno Mars, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh! It is. It is Bruno Mars. Yeah, cause like. <laughs> I knew. I, I knew I had to throw on the thing that. They, oh, the not a country, country helped me master. Yeah, I knew. But I knew. Because I'd on. seen something about his stage name, and the reason he chose it was because it was larger than life. And then, of course, 2010, 
I'm thinking collaborative albums, three albums. I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, when isn't you said real name Pac, like what? When you yeah. said Anderson Pack, I was like, bruh, how is this man? Honestly, this the man reason I thought so Anderson Pack honestly is yeah. just the, the, the fashion. The dude's very out there. But then oh, okay. I was like, for some reason, I always think um, in my head, I always forget Bruno is from Hawaii. I always, for some reason, think he's more from the islands area. Yeah. Um. And so his real name is ah. It's it's Alex very Fernandez, it's a very right. It's super it's basic. Peter Jean Hernandez. It's a very like average. Yeah, I knew it was name. Hernandez, but uh, yeah, he was also an Elvis impersonator as a child. I yeah, I thought of like I was like yo, you know it'd be funny if I give Evan basically his favorite artist ever and see if he can get it. Like, and like, and just you, like, I knew you would be in this mindset of country. And yeah. I was like, I want to see if he can, if he can. Oh, like, cause that's all together. I was thinking. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is understandable. So just keep in mind that occasionally I might, I might okay, I will, I a, will put that in the back pocket. I might throw uh, a curveball in. If, uh, if I'll I make need... sure that they're, they're artists that you would know. Though. Yeah. I'm that, not gonna, that... I'm not gonna throw in like a, I don't know somebody that I listen to that just isn't country. Like, I'm not going to throw in like. Reliant K. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Yeah, exactly. Grady knows who. If Grady's listening to this podcast, shout out to Grady. He's mentioned them in videos before. It's mm. a, it's Christian punk rock, <laughs> alternative rock, stuff like I that. I wouldn't get that. Yeah. It was, it was my childhood. I have a feeling I'm pretty sure it was part of Grady's childhood, too. <sighs> Me and Grady are just cool like that, Evan. I'm, not, I'm just not cool like that, I guess. Yeah, no. You just aren't cool. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> he said, no. he said, dang. On that very depressing <laughs> and sad and rude note, uh, we are going to begin to wind down episode 22 of Waves on the Shore with myself and Jaren. Thank you for joining us. Hopefully, uh, you had a good time. A couple laughs. Hopefully, you learned something new and who the frick. As always, feel free to DM Jaren some uh, suggestions for that. Yeah, um, nobody's done that yet. On the topic of Instagram, keep reporting my old account. Let's yeah. Let's just get this old account deleted. Yeah. Um, keep spam reporting it. Um, I don't have a whole lot to say. Uh, as far as closing it out goes, so unless you have something. Yeah. So anyway, I was thinking.